Hello out there in podcast line and welcome back to Spoilers, your bad movie review show on the Rat Pack Podcast Network where your hosts have lots of opinions but zero credentials. Each week we watch a movie, usually a bad one, we crack a couple jokes, we give you our insight into the film, and we play a couple games at the end. I'm your host, Hollywood, and I'm joined by my two co-hosts, Adam and Maestro. Hello! Hello! This week, to get you ready for the new movie, Glass, yes. we're watching its, I guess, prequel? Yeah. 2016's or 2017's Split. This movie is directed by, oh, we're back in the well with this guy. It's directed by M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> Shyamalan. We did, we did Lady in the Water, Giamatti. Yes. Yep. We did After Earth with Jaden and Will Smith. Yeah. And we did... The Village. The Village. And we did The Last Airbender. Oh, oh shit. Oh, that's right. We've done like half his career <laughs> on this podcast. Why do you make me suffer so? Uh, I enjoyed all those movies, especially Last Airbender. I was like, it's best. <laughs> God. <laughs> So the movie's directed by M. Night Shyamalan, and it stars James McAvoy, James McAvoy, James McAvoy, James McAvoy, James McAvoy, James McAvoy, James McAvoy. I'm just kidding. Did you mention James? What about James McAvoy? Anya Taylor-Joy, Betty Buckley, Haley Lou Richardson, and Jessica Sula. Let me read you a brief synopsis. We'll go from there. Three girls are kidnapped by a man with a diagnosed 23 distinct personalities. They must try to escape before the apparent emergence of a frightful new 24th personality. <laughs> I ask this every week. Have you guys ever seen this before? I have. Okay. I have not. Ooh. So this was your first time? Yes, it was. Okay. Nice. I saw this in theaters. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. It got a lot of buzz. I didn't hear a thing about it until like a year later. Yeah, it came out. In the theaters, and people are like, eh, it's Shyamalan, eh, eh, eh. and then when you find out the the twist on what what this movie's actually involved with, then I was like, oh, interesting, because this was in the theaters for like a long time. Did the trailers give away anything in the movie as far as like what it's actually about? No, interesting. All the trailers showed was that he has all the personality. The only thing I didn't like in the trailers, y- you saw him as Patricia the first time when yeah. he's in the the dress, and he's like, hello. Yeah. yeah, I think they should have cut that out because that's supposed to be like. I feel like if you didn't see the trailer, yeah, and you see that when when the door opens and it's like, oh, hello, him in the full dress, you're like, yeah. what the fuck? Yes, <laughs> yeah, that yes, that was that should have been a reveal in the movie. Mm-hmm. Well, format is mm-hmm. we just left the theater and then you guys have your your drinks right here. Yeah, Yay! Man. So we're gonna talk about it. So. What do you want to cover first? Well, I think we should cover McAvoy first. Oh, for sure. For sure. Which, which McAvoy? All of the McAvoy's. His performance. Oh. You know, the only McAvoy. So, Adam, in this season of spoilers, we did Clue. We did. And I asked you, Adam, is uh, is Tim Curry your favorite for best actor for the spoilies? And you said, he's my lock. Yeah. Let me is ask that, you. Is that lock? Yeah. Oh, no. Let me ask you something. Damn it. Does McAvoy's performance... Is he now yeah. up there with, he, with Curry? He, he has to. He has yeah. to. Because he, he, he did so much work in this movie. Yes. He, I mean, with uh, on, on IMDb, it has him as, I think, six different people. <laughs> Three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight uh-huh. different people, on, according to IMDb. Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't see all 23. I'm sure, I'm sure we'll see more in Glass. Yeah. Uh, which uh, I'd be interested to find out who those people are. But, my God. The, the control over his his face yes. alone, the way he contorts his face, yeah, all that stuff for the characters, and you you see the transitions at times, just like ah, uh-huh. oh. and even as he's transitioning, like oh, he's now this person uh-huh. without having to say, hey, it's me, Hedwig. You're like no, no, he's no, that's him now, mm-hmm. he, just just based on his outside performance, yes, 
Good God. That's like, a, super impressive. Like when he's brushing uh, the main girl's hair. Yeah. And he has that, there's paprika in it. And he has that little wink. Yeah, yeah that little wink. Yeah. Yeah, weak that's, shoulders that's, up. That's the, great, dude. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> his hand, his hand movement on the chest, like, hello. Yes. I am Patricia. Everything is so just deliberate and perfect. What's the little kid's name? Hedwig. Hedwig. When he's Hedwig, he's just sitting there like, hey. What's going on? Yeah. His, his, his lip comes up over his teeth, his yeah. bottom teeth, in a, in a weird kind of – he's got the, the lisp. Ah. Dennis, he's very, very stern, very – Yes. Could you please clean up after yourself? Right. They, they are all very different people yes. and, he, and he makes it so. Yes. Now, McAvoy – we didn't mention this a few weeks ago. Yep. Uh, the Academy Awards, we're, we, we're like – Where's his nomination? They yeah. always snub it's bullshit. genre movies like this. This is considered a genre movie. Okay. Anything that's like horror, sci-fi, fantasy. Um, well, this isn't a horror movie. It's a thriller. Yeah, it's thriller. There are horror-ish elements at the end. Yeah, not, 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 enough. not enough. Not uh, enough. There is more horror in this than there was in Bird Box. Yes. <laughs> but that's a different story. Well, <laughs> the, the, the Academy, they don't recognize roles like this. Why that's, not? That's bullshit. They, they don't. Remember, we talked about this a few yeah. weeks ago. We right. were like, you have to play like a gay, retarded guy in the 1800s yeah. to get a nomination. Right. But someone think a role like this, they'll never With recognize. a lot of interesting camera angles. Yeah. But someone like this, they, they won't recognize. Yeah. If you would have told me, well, I, I, this doesn't seem Shyamalan to me. No. There was nothing about this that seems like, oh, there's some shot. There was a couple camera angles where I was like, okay, that's that's kind of his style of, of shooting. But other than that, there wasn't a whole lot of Shyamalan well, stank on this. Well, hold on. Let me, let me ask you this. <laughs> do, you, do you guys like Signs? The, the, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's the Mel Gibson the Mel one. Gibson one. Oh, okay. I, I don't remember it well enough. I remember the Charlie Sheen version. Okay. <laughs> so the... First movie he did was Sixth Sense, which was good. Yeah. He did Unbreakable, which was also good. Right. And then he did Signs. People were kind of that, split on Signs. Some yeah. people like it. I'm in the middle camp. I'm like, it was fine. I didn't hate it. It was fine. It wasn't as bad as The Happening. And then he did The Village. And then people fucking... I know you like The yeah. Village. People turned on him I'm in with the minority the with her. I know. So you have to remember, Shyamalan started off as, this guy's the next Hitchcock. Yeah. He's the master of suspense. And then... Village, and then let me look up his INDB. Late in the Water. Well, let me give you the progression oh, okay. of his career. Okay. M. Knight. Okay. Yeah. I, I think it was it was a zigzaggy thing because the beginning was it was good. Unbreakable was kind of like, all right, maybe not as good. Uh, was uh, Okay. So his first big movie was this. So here, I'll go down the, the progression. Okay. Sixth Sense. Amazing. Unbreakable. Fine. Great. Signs. Like I said, some people are okay. so, yeah. That that one that one was wishy washy. I enjoy it for what it is. I didn't like the whole fact that like oh it's just water. Yeah, that's that's some bullshit. I know. Whatever. Okay, the, it was seventy percent water. The Earth is seventy percent water. What you're invading the wrong planet? Then you idiots. Yeah, the village. You're the minority. Yeah, I'm, I'm, everyone. That's when everyone turned on. Yeah, him. sign was the dip down. Village was dip back up for me. Lady in the Water, that down. Was, that was such a s- sharp decline. Giamatti couldn't save it. No, he couldn't. Happening, that's fucking yep. even, even crashing even further. Worse. Right. Uh, Airbender. Airbender was uh, evening out <laughs> at the bottom, though. Still at the bottom, but it wasn't going any lower. After Earth. Then we're back down again. Back down again. <laughs> so, so After Earth is 2013. 
two years later, he made a, a, a horror movie called The Visit, which was a, a, a first person like on a camera. They're recording their trip to their grandma's house. Right. These two, te- two, two teenagers. Have you? Did you watch The Visit? I, I have it. I, I never got around to actually watching it. I like The Visit a lot. Okay. That's when he started working under Blumhouse because that's a Blumhouse movie. Is that the one the, the mom's blind? Or like she had surgery, so they wrap her head. No, 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 no. That's a different movie. Okay, I know. I showed you the trailer for that one. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. This one, these the two cockroaches. I remember seeing that one. I think, but it was, I didn't see the visit. What was that called? Anyway, the visit. It's these two kids. They're gonna go stay at their grandma's house. Okay, and then they brought a camcorder, so they're documenting everything. So it's like a, it's like paranormal found activity, found footage style. Okay, that one's actually really good. There is. He brought. He went back to the twists with that one. There's a twist at that one. You're like, whoa! I didn't see that one. Okay, that was good. That was a great horror-ish movie and then he did Split that brought him back up and now gl- he's got a lot riding on glass dude he's got yeah. a lot riding on glass yeah I can't I, I, I can't so, wait it, it's been a while since I was excited for a movie and Glass I am excited about I'm just not that excited about it with the beast part where he's running on all fours it looks like the Wolverine bit well see I've avoided trailer, so I don't know what you're talking about oh, okay <laughs> <laughs> oh that explains okay so when we were talking about Split a few weeks ago you were like well did she actually see him become the beast? Yeah. And I told you in the glass trailer, it's like him actually leaping and pulling shit apart. And yeah. I'm like, that pretty much confirms he is the beast. Okay. Yeah. See, I, I'm, I'm trying not to. Yeah. Movies that I actually want to watch, I will avoid trailers at all costs. So back to what I was saying, his career, he started off hot and then he went down and he, depending on how you like his movies, he either went back up or leveled out down again and now he's back up but he's never re-reached six never though. re-reached six cents level yeah never started off hot Woo-wee. and then down maybe a little back up but never all the way back evened up. yeah up a little split he went up yeah split split he's he's on his way back he's on his way well, back i'll, I'll see you for glass we'll see for glass yeah i'm uh, holding out so yeah it, it doesn't look like an m night Shyamalan movie the, the only scene that sticks in my mind that is shot Shyamalani. Shyamalanian? <laughs> Shyamalani-ishly. Uh, is, is the last scene where he's looking in the mirror, talking to himself like, oh, the bullets didn't go through. And it was kind of a slow pan back and forth between mm-hmm. his face and then the reflection or one reflection, another reflection as the personalities are changing. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, that, that was a Shyamalani shot there. Everything else was just like an actual movie. Yeah. Which was fine. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be all... Like, ugh, Unbreakable was... Thick with with Shyamalan shots of just slow pans, slow like what are you focusing on in this in this shot? What's mm-hmm. the point of this? Oh, there it is. We just had to watch this for three minutes before we got what the point of the shot was. <laughs> so, Mister Glass, his power is just that his bones are brutal. He's he's also, but he's like smart. A, he's like a Lex Luthor. He's super genius. Yeah. yeah, he's a super genius. Because because since I just watched Unbreakable, there's there's like parts of it that like all right, uh, he he's he's the he's the villain. Because he has a skewed perception of the world, and he's trying to kind of like realize that in a weird way. So it's not so much of a power; it's just a it's it's a mind frame that makes him villainy. And, well, no, and all the fact that he's also creating all these natural disasters too. Right. Well, that's because of his mind frame. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So Unbreakable, he said. Shyamalan said back in two thousand, Unbreakable is the first of a three part trilogy. That he wanted to do. Oh, really? And then they never came out. And people were like, whatever happened to that trilogy? And he goes, I don't know. And then Split showed up. <laughs> I made signs, guys. That's what happened. <laughs> yeah. Like, he was just, <laughs> he's like, oh, I have other ideas. Yeah. I made signs laying in the water. I, they're not going to be letting me do it anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he said um, the way comic books are written, like the, the three-act structure, mm-hmm. 
the Unbreakable was the origin mm-hmm. of of uh, Willis. What was well, Dunn? Dennis Dunn, Derek Dunn. Yeah, yeah. And Mister Glass. And then the second one was going to be the villain. Their conflicts. And then the third one was Resolution, where the the hero wins at the end. Okay. So. Spoiler alert. So Glass, I guess, <laughs> is technically the second one because now it's the hero, the villains and the heroes fighting. Okay. So, so I don't. So depending on how good Glass, so is, this isn't part of the trilogy. You think? Third, no. Split is its own thing. Okay. Or it, it, but it, I don't know. It's hard because it's in the universe. It is in the universe. You, you got Bruce Willis sitting there at the end. They call him Mr. Glass. Well, okay. This is, <laughs> this is according to Wikipedia. This film. The film is a standalone sequel to the 2000 film Unbreakable, which was also written, produced, and directed by M. Night Shyamalan, and is the second installment in what has been referred to as the East Rail 177 trilogy. East Rail 177 is a train that crashes in Unbreakable. Oh. So this is part of the East Rail 177 trilogy. Okay. So it's Unbreakable, Split, and now Glass. Okay. And after that, it'll be Horde? Maybe. I don't know. We'll well, see. It depends what happens in class, I guess. Yeah. He could introduce new villains. Speaking of which, in Unbreakable, yes. is that a reference to Bruce Willis or to Mr. Glass? Unbreakable? Yeah. It's not it, – I think it's uh, Bruce Willis because he can't be broken yeah, unless but, he's in water. Right. Um, but, but it's also about – because, again, this is a, after fresh eyes on the movie. Uh-huh. Mr. Glass's spirit itself um, is Unbreakable. Even though he is very, very breakable, mm-hmm. it's his resolution to his ideas is is completely unbreakable. So that and that, that's just a new kind yeah. of now that of course is a tie-in to politics and the world and racism and all, all this nonsense. No, it's not. Where's oh oh I have it yeah oh you move the monitor I yeah, was like what the hell happened? right yeah because <laughs> so I can keep an eye on it okay well also kind of keeping eye contact with you man okay. <laughs> So he's technically he's looking at you, but he's not okay. looking at you. Yeah. He's looking at you, kid. So we are going to talk a lot about Unbreakable yeah. and Glass. We kind of have to, don't we? We kind of have to. Yeah. But this is its well, own standalone yeah. movie. The, you the, don't realize... The only reference is at the very end when Bruce Willis is telling him. With a stupid line from the lady. Oh, my God. It's like that one Mr. Glass character. What was his years name? Ago? <laughs> uh, Mr. Glass. And how is that related? Because they gave him a name. That's it. They gave, they gave him a name. <laughs> Lots of people get names. Yeah. We got the the Unabomber, yeah. uh, the that's uh, all that comes to mind. <laughs> James Bond's the, the Golden State Killer. Okay, the, the Scrant- Zodiac Killer, the Scr- Scranton Strangler, Scranton Strangler. Yeah, everyone uh, gets there's yeah, their names. Yeah, okay. I think the yeah. only reason why they wanted to do that is to tie in the fact that it was yeah, just get some Bruce Willis in there, man. I'm not upset oh. about that at all. You know what I think happened? I think Shyamalan he did write this movie. I think Shyamalan was at the computer and he goes. Oh, he had his little Costanza moment. I can slip, <laughs> I can slip this into the very end, but how am I going to get it? Uh, I have, this is due in one hour. Right. Uh, I remember 15 years ago. Yeah. I've already got the whole script approved, but um, we'll put an after credit sequence. Yeah. <laughs> or, or before credit sequence. Oh. I'll just slide this in. I'll just I'll just I'll cut a couple days short here and there, mm-hmm. so I can get this one extra shot in the, in the movie. So we talked about McAvoy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this wasn't really – were these three girls – why was he tar- – did they ever explain why he targeted three, these three girls? Yes. Okay. Well, explain the way he targeted the two girls. Oh, yeah. The, Anna Taylor-Joy was not supposed to be there. Or yeah. uh, K- Casey, Casey Cook? Yeah. Cook? Which, by the way, she did an amazing job, I think. Yes. Uh, but she was not supposed to be part of this selection. 
Uh, in fact, even when he gets in the car, he, he sprays those two and like, oh, you. <laughs> All right, I guess I'll get you too. Yeah. Uh, because they are unharmed by life. That, that's, his, that's his whole thing. Because he wants to make the unpure... No, the pure, unpure. Isn't that the whole deal? Not necessarily. He says basically if a person is um, doesn't experience pain, they're not exactly what they considered. Um, you're, you're not pure unless you are broken yeah. In, yeah. His, in his way of thinking. Okay. So he these people have never experienced pain. They're these privileged little bitches. <laughs> and they, they, they're never going to reach the potential. They're never going to be good people. Uh-huh. So I'll eat them. <laughs> that's, that's basically <laughs> that's this whole thing. Or at least cause them an immense amount of pain. Uh, I think his They're goal eating. is to actually yeah. literally eat them. Because I to think feed they, them to the beast. Yeah, but he's a sentient being, right? So technically the, the beast? beast? Yeah. Yeah, I get, yeah. He has a motive, has a, has a reason and a rhyme and everything like that. And even like the other alternate uh, uh, McAvoys say that let him protect us because he's, you know, he's, yeah. Yeah, he's the superhuman. He's the... This future of all human race, basically, or what is supposed He's to be. He's the next evolution. Yeah, yeah. That, that's what I was looking for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, what's his name? Uh, Kevin Wendell Crumb, at one point, was a man, but after he becomes a beast, you could say he was an X man. So I'm pretty sure he. I'm shaking has, my head so. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure he's bald because he around this time he finished X Men Apocalypse where Professor uh, X yes. is bald. That sounds so, about right. So I'm uh, guessing that's good. That, that's why I made the joke. Uh, he's an X Men. So I'm guessing that's why he's bald. Which, according to Deadpool, is is a very sexist way to call a team. Yeah, X person. Yeah. We'll so X He's an X Xavier. Yeah. <laughs> Of the personalities, which one did you like best? Patri- Patricia? Patricia was my favorite, yeah. for sure. <laughs> just, so just sweet and just perfectly executed. I think that's, that's the only reason why. It's because the way that he portrayed the Patricia yes. was just like... <laughs> he portrayed the Patricia. Yeah. <laughs> I love when you fir- when they look through the, the hole and they see a woman... Was, yeah, like dress, right? Right. They're like help us, help us, and you hear the you're conversation. Hearing two, you're hearing two different voices. That yes. was great. That was great. That was amazing. Don't open the door. Oh, who's back there? Yeah. And then, yeah. And then you see it's him, and it's him all muscled out in that fucking woman's dress, and he has his <laughs> hand on his chest, like yeah. hello. Yeah. <laughs> oh, not to hurt you. Yeah, he's been told he will not hurt you. <laughs> I have control. Oh my god! When he's making them the sandwiches. Yeah, and he makes it crooked, and yeah. he slams the knife down. Forgive me. Yeah, I made this one crooked. Well, is it just mayo and paprika? What sandwich are they eating? I don't know. I wasn't paying attention. I was, I was we- focusing too okay. much on the uh, McAvoy. I keep on seeing these things in like a uh, way people make these deviled eggs. Mm. They mix eggs. They do some crazy stuff, and then they sprinkle a little bit of paprika on top of it afterwards. Yes. I don't know why. It's, well, paprika is also inside the egg mix, but you put it on top as a, as a garnish. That's, that's, that's presentation. Oh, maybe there, it's an egg salad sandwich. Ah, it could be that. Okay, salt. Fantastic. Well done. Thank. You. Well, yeah, no, that's a great idea. Man. I didn't think about that Hollywood. You know what? I think he might have been nominated for an Oscar. Ooh, not for this. Aww. For some. For something else. Hold on. Where, wah, is it? Where, is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? No, he wasn't. Oh, that's too bad. Never mind. Uh, the Last King of Scotland, the movie oh, that got yeah. Forrest Whitaker his Forrest Oscar. Whitaker, yeah. He's the doctor. I thought maybe he might have got one too. Oh, okay. No. He's just yeah. in the movie with him. That's fine. So you like Patricia, huh? I do like Patricia. Patricia's good. Yeah. I like Dennis a lot. 
Dennis, Dennis is good. None, so no one likes Hedwig? I was about Hedwig to say. Hedwig is good, too. I was about to say, yeah. you are Hedwig. Yeah, I love yeah, Hedwig. I, I knew yeah. you were going to be a Hedwig. Yeah. <laughs> I like that bit where he's talking about his like, socks and stuff. That was pretty funny. His socks? Yeah. First he says red socks and blue socks and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Miss Patricia said, I, I'm not allowed to talk to you. Yeah. It's, it's, per- it's perfectly... Because she's, she's smart. She's smart in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, because she's, she's got her street smarts ironically taught in the woods. Oh. <laughs> uh, but... She she picks up on the situation that's happening already, uh, even from the beginning. Finds out Dennis comes in and he's a like germaphobe, neat freak kind of guy. Tells the girl, "Pee on yourself. Yeah, that'll get you out of it." And it works. He comes in almost like throwing up. There's a ah, and then he comes in with the whole like you got to clean your bathroom. You got to bath. Got to keep it. The, the the blue one is for the floor, and yeah. the, the the orange one is for the uh, OCD. Yeah. yeah. I did also find very interesting, the, and I don't know how true this is, but the whole study that the doctor is, is doing about these people with ID, which, what does that stand for, by the way? Uh, or DID, Disassociative dis, 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 yeah. Identity Disorder, DID. Okay. Disassociative Identity Disorder. Yeah. The, and the, this can't be true, where, where one personality uh, needs insulin... Another personality no, needs glasses. Okay, yeah. That's true. So that's that would, true. Yeah. So that would explain why the beast can like bend. Because when you first see him in the beast mode, he's he's got the veins popping. Yeah. So what she said earlier in the movie was, there's been studies where some people they uh, they're whatever the personality calls for, they can physically get right whatever the trait is. That's so, a, that's a real life thing. Yes. That's amazing. There's actual studies where it says a person that doesn't have diabetes and does have diabetes based upon their DID. Yeah, because they, they, they call on that too. Or uh, one of the videos and the things like, they say we're all the same person. Then why am I the only one that needs these fucking shots? <laughs> and then Dennis needs glasses. Nobody else needs glasses. That's true. So it's just like, if that's real life, oh, that's amazing. I didn't amazing. even catch that. Yeah. yeah. He's the only one who has to wear glasses? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So th- there are the little things that... Yeah. So... So this whole beast concept isn't that far fetched. If this is no, this if, is very quite possible. Holy Christ! Because you know what the idea about a person that didn't let go of everything that like all the inhibitors of the body because of uh, yes, that's how they get released from the matrix. It, oh, sure, <laughs> uh, you know cause according it, to the reanimatrix. Yeah, because okay. supposedly a person actually has an inhibitor that she can stop themselves from using the full potential of their body. Oh. So I guess the whole that it's it's a safety precaution, so you don't over over over. So our bodies have a governor. Yes. Weird. So we actually maybe truly only use ten percent of our brain. No, no, you use one hundred percent. Wilson, always, always you use one hundred percent of your brain, just not all at the same time. Right. Yeah. That was the old Wilson joke. When I knows. know. Okay. <laughs> but you only use ten percent of the hearts. That bit for yeah. Zoolander. You right. son of a bitch. <laughs> His personality when he sees the psychiatrist, uh, Barry. Barry, mm-hmm. what'd you think of him? Of his voice and his his vibe. He's the, he's a clothing designer guy, right? Yes, he's a fashion designer. That it's it's interesting. The the thing that I found most interesting about that though is that the way the personalities can interact with each other. The the way they describe it in the movie is uh, one personality come to the light takes the light. Yeah. So I, I view it as a stage. Everyone's sitting in like a circle in chairs around a spotlight, and somebody steps up. Now I got the microphone. Now I'm in charge. Mm-hmm. So they don't all know about what the other person is thinking necessarily. 
But, however, Dennis knows enough about Barry to impersonate Barry mm-hmm. to go to the therapist. So that's that's one of those things. Where How do these personalities get crafted? And when they are crafted, do they then retain the memories from their creation dates based if, on previous ones? If they obtain the creation from a creation date, then okay, look, it's really difficult to explain or even understand from that matter. That's why I'm having difficulty because I don't really understand myself. The idea behind it is this: is like um, if the person, if they believe that they're sent, if they're not like completely cut off from every single person, like one's there, one's not there, yeah. then it's basically they're all there at the same time, or with or whether they believe they would be at the same time, because you know how they say like they're coming or someone's coming, that kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah. Or it means that like they're they they're actually they're immersely switching from back to forth, back to forth, which means they're both there at the same time, but only one's in control. So, so it's not Fight Clubby where Ed Norton goes to sleep, Tyler Durden wakes up, and they don't know what each other is doing. See, that's the thing. I, but Tyler Durden didn't know what Ed Norton was doing. Yeah, yeah. Tyler did. Tyler did, but Ed, Ed Norton didn't. Yeah, or Jack, Jack, I think is his yeah, name. Jack. Yeah. yeah. That, that's the thing that confused me about, about this, this kind of situation. Because well, later, the psychiatrist mentions how... Um, two personalities can function at the same time where someone's taking notes with the right hand yeah. and someone's the other personality is taking notes with the left hand, completely different, different handwriting, handwriting yeah. completely different style of notes yeah. on what they're hearing. Yeah. So I'm guessing that's how Dennis and Patricia, that's the scene where like, don't open the door like that. Like yeah. when they're, when you hear the conversation, I'm guessing that's when that takes okay. place. Okay. So this is the, the symptoms for DID. Okay. One option is significant memory loss or at specific times people and people events, right? Another one is out of the body of experiences. Like you're not actually in the body. You're experiencing other people. Your body doing something else that you're not in control of, but you're watching them do it. Also like get out. Exactly. Okay. So the, in that sense, that would make sense why you, one person could see one thing happening and know what was going on. Okay. But not exactly say what they're doing. So, so that's how Dennis can portray Barry perfectly. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Barry was cool. Barry was a fun character. Mm-hmm. But but how much of Barry did we actually see? Or was it always Dennis? I think it was always Dennis. Man, that's a mind fuck. Can you imagine? The only people that actually would know which who's playing what at, at what point in time is the screenplay. Or whoever read the screenplay. M. Night. Yeah. He wrote it. If you ask him, he'd be like, well, oh, I, I mean, that's up for you to say. And there's, a different, <laughs> there's also different variations of D.I.D., there's disassociative amnesia, disassociative disorder. So basically, disassociative is dead. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, disassociative amnesia is basically the symptoms where they can't remember what's going on. So it's completely locked off. Okay. Whereas disassociative disorder is where it can go on based upon other things, I think, as well. So another thought that I was having is we don't have any idea of how these all came to be or no. why they came to be well they, usually they say it's because from the traumatic experience or so, so the kevin wendell crumb because his mom had ocd and i'm guessing he was molested or beat or something traumatic. something happened to him which caused a splinter which led to the formation of these right personalities but based on when we first see oh uh, yeah uh kevin for the first time he's, he's like, already split no he, he's like i was on a bus is it still September 2014? Oh, when we first see Kevin, the yeah. original. So Kevin yeah. disappeared on yes. a bus. So did something happen on that bus? Yeah. 
It would have been great if he said he was on a train or something. Oh, fuck! That would have been amazing. Oh, that, that would have been much better than that. That would have oh, tied it all in. The glass. Yeah. He became the beast at that moment. Escaped the train and ended up somewhere else. And all these other persons came out together, except for the fact that they said that usually in the in the movie or in the movie Unbreakable, mm-hmm. he. He didn't. No one survived. Yeah, Bruce Willis was the only survivor. Yeah, well, that if, they he, know if he came to the beast and ran away, then he wasn't on the he was on the train. Yeah, but he also had, he was there. But they had a ticket stub, so they wouldn't actually check the bodies. All right, <laughs> all right, that's a good point. Um, <laughs> so McAvoy is obviously great in the movie. Yeah. I really liked Anya Taylor Joy. Absolutely, she was. Um, what was her name? Casey. Casey. Casey Cook. So, dude, her story. Whoa! God damn! So that first scene with the uncle. So. My my daughter's um my my not my daughter. My brother in law's daughter. Your niece. My niece. Yeah. Sarah's brother's niece. Yeah. My niece. I love this little kid, right? And I always try to make her laugh. She's cute and everything, right? So yeah. that scene where he's like trying to tell this the first time you meet the uncle, yeah. Uncle John or whatever his name is. Yeah. He's like telling the story uncle about John. about them shooting or whatever, and the little girl's eating pancakes and just laughing, and I'm like, Oh, that's cute. I want to be like that with, with Elena when she's that age. Oh, and then as the story progresses, yeah. I'm like, Oh, why did I think that? Uh I had the same oh, you haven't what you haven't watched Dexter yet or finished no. it? Okay. There's a certain thing in Dexter I was like, Oh, that should be me and somebody. Uh-huh. And then as the story progresses, like, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, so so we find out that she was molested by her uncle. Yeah. And then when her dad dies, she has to now live with that same uncle. Yeah. So the when the beast is in, sees her in the cage and she see, he sees all the, the claw marks or the scratch marks on her. What, I'm yeah. guessing that's self-inflicted. That's what I was going to say. She's I'm guessing a it's self-inflicted. Yeah. She's a cutter. So that's why the beast leaves her alone. Right. Because she's you've, broken. You've suffered. Yeah, you're broken. You're broken, therefore you're pure. You're pure. In his crazy way of thinking. Mm-hmm. And you know what's fucked up? When the when the they're like, are you ready to go back to home to your uncle? Oh. And she gets all misty eyed. It's fucking brutal. God. Oh. And it's easy for me to hate this guy, the the, the Uncle John. Uncle John. He's uh he's in Orange Is the New Black. He's one of the uh, the guards, which is like a real dickhole. Okay, he's such a dickhole guard. It. Yeah, and so when I see him, I was like, oh, he's playing a nice role. That's cool. Maybe, maybe he's he's gay. I thought they, I thought they were like gay lovers. Oh, and like oh no, because he's not okay. And then oh, he's that kind of asshole. Yeah, got it. Makes sense. So uh, let's go play animal. Yeah. That's what? an interesting term for what they're doing. Yeah, it's 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 a good way. Oh, not a good way. It's, I, I know what you're saying. In order to trick it's, the it's child, a subtle way to get her right in. Right. Is this is something that we're doing? And we're hunting with animals. Yeah. It all makes sense. Is it's not threatening. So was her dad out hunting while this was going on? He was asleep in the in the tent. Oh, that dude. That's fucking ballsy. Good God. Yeah. At least wait for I'm not trying to advocate. I'm just of saying course, like, the better plan <laughs> is to have him Oh bro, go I think that the deer went that way. Don't worry, I'll watch Casey. Right. Hey, that, we're at ice in the cooler to yeah. keep the venison cold. So once you go run to the general store. Twenty feet away, dude, asleep, he could wake up at any minute. This is the point. God damn. She pulls a gun on him? Yeah. Oh, I was like, fire. Yeah. Fire. Yeah. Shoot ha Shoot ha Clever girl. Yeah. Clever girl. <laughs> so when he starts... So when we talked about Split a few weeks ago, you were like, did she actually see him become the beast? Yeah. So when he starts bending the bars, isn't it, that proof that he, he yeah, is but, the beast? Well, see, okay, the, the way that... 
I, I was perceiving the movie the first time I watched it, uh, which was different this time. The first time was, this is all from his perspective. So every everything is feeding into his, his own delusion. Oh, so he is the he's climbing on walls because he he, he, he sees thinks he himself. Is. Oh, like, he sees he's not himself. actually doing okay. it. So the, the, that's the way I perceived it. That he's so fucking crazy that he thinks he's doing these things. He thinks he has become a beast and crawling on walls mm-hmm. and, and now bending the bars. But then it's not actually real because mm-hmm. he gets shot and he's like, ah, I gotta get out of here. And then and then once the reveal happens, like, wait, so how? Did she? Maybe she was never even there. This girl. Maybe she escaped the first time, and this is all kind of his own delusion. Honestly, I understand this is a Shyamalani movie, but you can't keep on thinking twist, 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 yeah. man. And maybe that, maybe that's, maybe that's what it was too. So I started. So Sarah doesn't like scary movies. She she thought this was going to be scary, and uh, for someone who doesn't like horror ish, who's not used to watching it, I get it. So she fell asleep like halfway through the movie, and then she just went to bed. And uh, she goes, "What's the twist in this movie?" Because she it's Shyamalan. I go, I, I go, not every Shyamalan movie has a twist, babe. Right? She goes, "Really?" I go, "Yeah." Like, there's no twist in uh, After Earth. There is. Turns out he is a shadow walker oh, yeah, or right. whatever. But that's not like what a, t- a shadow. But that's not like a twisty twist. Whatever. The he's motionless, like yeah, his dad. Yeah, yeah. But not everything. And I told her, I go, I guess the twist is Bruce Willis is in the movie. <laughs> she goes, "That's the twist." I go, yeah, he was unbreakable. It's the same character. She no. Goes, oh. I think the twist is that he's actually a beast. Yeah. He, they, right. This is a real life thing. Yeah, the beast, the 24th uh, trait per yeah. persona is it's, real. it's not a psychosis that, that we all think is like it's a fake thing. Yeah, he actually has powers. Yeah. That's the, what the? Yeah, because the psychosis itself is not necessarily unheard of to create superpowers, man. That that's complete, that's news to com- me. Complete unlocking of the adren- adrenal gland into causing people to do superhuman things is completely plausible. Well, that I know. The yeah, ad- the, adrenaline. the car that falls on the baby, the mom right, exactly. can pick up the car. Which is another option to the reason why they also have multiple personalities as well. Because you can't stay in that form forever. Okay. So that might be another reason why there's multiple personalities as well. Personality is it always intrigues me. This whole multiple personality. We everything. were actually talking about multiple personality disorder for a movie we were thinking about a long time ago, where we were having one person create with multiple personalities to do a heist. Oh, Remember that? Oh yeah, yeah. That'd be a great twist. Yeah. At the end, it was all one guy. Yeah. It wasn't a team of oh, people. Oh, so it's like mm-hmm. Jack and Tyler Durden. Right. It'd be or, it'd be Ocean's Eleven where. Danny Ocean is just doing the whole thing himself. Ah, mm-hmm. okay. That that would be that would be amazing. One one of my favorite movies is Identity. Yes, mm. one. that's a great yes. one. I like how they tackle the multiple personalities in that. Yeah, how um, each one is in his br- so in his mind. Yeah, the each personality is a character in his like little story in right. his play in his movie. So they all meet at the hotel. And they all get which, which is off. kind of where I went with this whole thing. Like the whole beast thing was that just a play in his head? Ah. That was this actually happening, or was it not happening the way that he thinks it is? But in his brain, this is how it happened out. That now he's a, now he's a beast. Really, you're a beast now? No, no, it's yeah. all in your head, bro. It's exactly because like it, that means that the girl itself herself, I guess, at that some point was him too. Are you talking about the one who was kidnapped? Yeah. No. See, I, no. 
I, that's what I'm saying. That's, that's yeah. the only way it could work. No, the, the, the way they played out on my head was she escaped and ran away. And then now this is him filling in the rest of the story. Oh, okay. Like it picks up from here. She's actually gone and safe now. But in his home crazy head story, he's she's still there and mm. shooting at him. And like, oh, no. You just proved on the beast. Mm. <laughs> oh, man. So Chills. Since, since Glass is coming out. Yeah. Let's, let's talk about Glass. So Mr. Glass... He's brittle. He's a super genius. Bruce, Dennis Dunn. Uh, is that his name? Dennis? Dennis. David Dunn. Oh. David Dunn is, is super strength. And then when he touches someone, he can see the crimes they've committed. Yes. From what I remember. There's a little bit of a, not mind reading, but just kind of. Because that's how he figures out. Mr. telepathy. Mr. Glass yeah. says, do me a favor. Shake my hand. And that's when you find out that he's actually the bad guy. Right. And then the beast. In, crazy intuition. Yeah. Crazy intuition. Like a super. You're gonna go with that. Like a, like a super spidey sense, the type of something. So glass. I know you haven't seen a trailer. the the first The very first trailer opens up with Sarah Paulson. Do you know who that is? She's is the sister it? to Sandra Bullock and Bird Box. What was her name? Oh, Robert Sarah, Paulson. Sarah Paulson. Oh, Sarah, her name was Sarah Paulson. <laughs> she's the sister in Bird Box. Oh, oh, she's from uh, American Horror Story. Yes. Yeah. She's a psychiatrist, and her specialty is to work on people who think they have superpowers, who think they're superheroes. Okay. So the camera cuts, and across from her is Bruce Willis, like chained to the floor because he has super strength. And McAvoy. And then it's and then it's McAvoy, who's like doesn't have any like restraints. And then it's Mr. Glass. So at the end of Unbreakable, what? Oh, let me ask you this. Okay. At the end of uh, Unbreakable, Mr. Glass is in a penitentiary. Yeah, he's in jail. Psychiatric penetration. At the end of this, David Dunn. He's free. He's having coffee. Yeah. And then in glass, they're all in jail. You better, M. Night, you better fill in the fucking gap here. Yeah, probably was the, was the beast captured? Yeah. The, the beast was free and clear. Uh, Bruce Willis is free and clear. Glass he's, is the only person that's locked up. He's, well, the, the thing about it is in the, in the, in the preview, they, uh, they all show up at the same place, basically. <sighs> Maybe I just developed Maybe. a theory. Okay, okay. okay. Continue no, 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 no. I want to hear your theory now. I'm thinking uh, Split was a prequel to Unbreakable, and uh, Unbreakable is number 25. Mister Glass is number 26 <laughs> of the personalities. <laughs> wow. Okay. And the, well, the and, super and strength does make sense for, for yeah. Bruce Willis because the right. beast has super strength. Because after he gets out and he's – after the beast finds out he's free and clear, mm-hmm. now he needs to move on to a different town, I would assume, or a different place. And that's when now, he goes to a comic book shop and now everything starts sinking in. New personality, new personality. And it's uh, all happening in the head. I'll bring that's why he's in the coffee shop and he can answer the question. So this is the reason why – he's free. So this is the reason why this theory doesn't work. <laughs> okay. In the first movie, he's talking about searching for Bruce Willis, searching for a person with superhuman powers. Yeah, this is all still happening in the head. Oh, okay, okay. And then the thing about it is, is this: if that were the case, and he was incarcerated, that means that he, first off, first off, he would have to be within Bruce. Bruce Willis would have to see him for the same thing as well. So it means he would see in the pictures. Bruce Willis would see who he really was if he was the same person. I don't know. I think it's uh, in my brain the way this comes out. It's all like 
perception is reality. His his perception is his own reality. Unless Bruce Willis and the guy from Split are all in the same head <clears> as <throat> that's what I mean. Guys. They're all Kevin. But They're all that, Kevin. If that's the case, then how is he in the pentempen? Then because that's happening in his head. We're going back to the hotel. Everybody's in the motel now, like an identity. <laughs> well, that makes sense. I mean, like, could you imagine if you pretended to be also? A How else culture? could they all be in the same room at the same time? I don't know. There's a lot. Of, there's not many people that can pretend to be Samuel L. Jackson, dude. <laughs> I mean, he is. He is like diamond in the rough, my friend. He's hard to find. Okay. Um, in Glass, they team up, Mister Glass and uh, the Beast, the, uh, the Horde. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he, in the trailer, he says, "I want to meet the Beast." When they okay. meet in the in the mental hospital, and he goes, "Are you sure?" So I'm guessing the Beast allows Glass to partner up with him because he's broken. He is broken because he's broken all his bones in his yeah, lifetime. Yeah, literally. I'm yeah. guessing yeah. he's a broken man, so that's why he allows him to team up with him. Who's more pure than somebody that's been broken? A what was it? 90, times? Did he say ninety-seven times yeah. or something? Some he's been broken ninety-seven times. And that was 15 years ago, so it's, yeah. it's got to be up in See, 100. this is the thing about it, though. <laughs> You'd think that a person with that kind of a breakable b- b- body wouldn't be in a suit, you know, by now. Something that at least controls the frame so he doesn't walk and break everything every time. Maybe it's a leotard under there. I don't know. <laughs> uh, see, any, anything else oh, in the movie we're yeah. going over? Sha- Shyamalan's cameo. He's in. He's in Split. He's the guy who likes Hooters. Why well, just go for it there for the wings? He's the security. He's the one who's looking over the security tapes with the psychiatrist. <laughs> oh he's yeah, in the movie yeah, for like a okay, minute. That's right. Oh, that's what they always say. Right. That I actually stand behind that. I stand behind that. What the joke? The 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 wing. Not the wings. I don't, I don't, I don't do the wings. I, I get the shrimp at, at Hooters. Sure. But it's in the same kind of batter and the same kind of everything. Mm-hmm. The the shrimp at Hooters is amazing. <laughs> oh, oh, he's so funny. So he's probably going to put himself in glass, right? Yeah, he's well, been in every one of yeah. his movies, I think, except for After Earth and yours. Uh, what my Yeah, no, that's Blast not mine. That's never considered mine. He, I mean, he could be one of the fire people, like as, in disguise. Yeah, as like far as I'm concerned, that movie never happened. Uh. <laughs> I'll just let you know they're making, they're they're making it and it's going to be not Shyamalani. Mm. Yeah, suck I'm sure it. it'll be awful. <laughs> <sighs> let's see what else. Oh, there was one scene that bothered me in, in Split. Okay, it was the uh, when when the girl, uh, I think it was Marcy, Marcia, the uh, the darker chick. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she's black. She could have been. I think she was. They're in the closets. They're in their own separate rooms oh, at this, this point. She has the hanger? The coat hanger thing. First of all, these both these bitches, <laughs> they, they, they wouldn't know how to fashion a coat hanger to save anything for, uh, about anything. Also, they've been in these rooms for what seems like maybe a couple days. Yeah, how long were they? And then suddenly, hey, look around your room. <laughs> Is there anything we can use to get out of here? At that moment, after you've already been in there for a couple days, mm-hmm. I heard a voice out there. Now. Now let's try to get out. Mm-hmm. And uh, use the coat hanger to try to get bypass the the, the bolt lock mm-hmm. thing. There's no way that she was she would have known how to bend the coat hanger in the way to get to the point where it was even getting close to unlocking that. Okay. Do you think because he was working at the zoo 
Do you think because he's around animals, do you think that led to the creation of the 24? Absolutely. The doctor said so. The doctor even said it. Oh. She said at one point, like, don't you realize it was because it, uh, this creation is because of this place you've been in. And then that, that he knocks her out before she can oh, like, yeah, get anything right. else out. But he, he, she basically says it's because of this. And at the last scene with Bruce Willis on the news report, they even say, and the last personality is an amalgamation of all the animals. The horde. That he works with at the zoo. That's who the beast is. It's a combination of all the animals. So the... The traits of the animals? Yes. So rhinoceros skin, I assume. That's what, that's what oh, makes bullet. it okay. uh, impenetrable. Uh, Spider, because he can climb. Monkey. Monkey, yeah. Uh, and then there's the tiger. I don't know. Oh, for the leaping and the running fast? Yeah. Okay. I'll give yeah. you that. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It's, it's, it's uh, yeah. the final scene there, I'm pretty sure. So McAvoy, has this performance put him like, damn, that guy's good. Yeah, has, it, has he moved up some notches? Absolutely, absolutely. I, I, I enjoyed him a lot as the um, uh, Xavier, the early Xavier. That's, mm-hmm. as, I, that was my first interaction with with the McAvoy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did do Wanted, which he's in, right? We did it with, but that was Jester. before I knew who the hell he was. Looking back, and I was like, oof. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but as Xavier, I think he did a really good job. Uh, I, I don't think I saw Frankenstein or Victor. Oh, Victor Frankenstein, yeah. <laughs> That's, actually, I did see it. It turns out his humpback is a just a big ball of pus. Yeah, I saw the movie. It yeah, it's not bad. McAvoy comes out like, "Hey, that that lump on your back. Let me let me just get oh, a syringe." He's supposed to be Igor. <laughs> yeah, Igor. Oh, okay. And he just yeah. suck out the pus. Oh, your humpback's gone. Yeah, That's it. Harry was, Potter, right? Yeah, yeah, Harry Potter. Daniel Radcliffe, right? The guy from Sin City. No, no, no. that's that's Elijah Wood. Damn it! Wow. Hey, that's uh, Lord of the Rings, sir. All right, uh, different magical world. My bad. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about woman in the woman in black. Right, we're talking about jelly beans, not eleventies. Uh, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Birdie bots. Okay. Birdie bots beans. Yeah. You were to say something? Uh, if I did, I had forgotten because okay. I was ridiculous talking about birdie oh. bots. So what I horde? This is a coaster uh, for the horde that I have here on my. Uh... Nice. For, for the split in yeah, nice. World of Warcraft. Right. So what I was going to bring up was before we recorded, Mayshore was talking about how he went to the movies and he saw Aquaman. Mm. And one of you – this was like an hour ago. I already forgot. One of you <laughs> asked me, uh, are you going to watch Aquaman? And I go, no, I don't like superhero movies. And you're like, oh, we're going to oh, watch Glass. Yeah, was, oh, yes. yeah, that was you. That was me. Sorry. Yeah, so are you going to watch Glass? And you're like, wait, save it for the podcast. Yeah. All right. So my thing, if you've heard this show for a while – I'm over all these superhero movies. Yeah. I'm over Marvel and DC superhero movies. Okay. So Dark Horse is still an option? I was about to say. So I will watch Hellboy when it comes out. Um, They are – Netflix is adapting an IDW comic, which sounds interesting, into like a a television series. IDW. That's another independent publishing company. Oh, okay. What's it called? Uh, I don't know. I don't know off the top of my head. I'll look it up while you you talk. So Glass – my whole thing is everything in movies is a prequel, a sequel, a reimagining. Uh, oh, what's a popular toy? Uh, the board game Sorry. Let's turn that into a fucking five film franchise. Like Saban. That's all my. This is my problem with movies now. This is why I love horror movies so much, Adam. You don't understand, but outside of the Freddy and Jason, all those movies, yeah, horror is usually original. Okay. It's usually brand new premises, brand new characters you never heard of, and I love that. I love the originality of horror. Where I'm going with is Shyamalan created his own cinematic universe, quote unquote. Right. That's all these studios want now. 
like yeah. the Tom Cruise mummy. Right. They were so focused on, we got to build the next seven of these movies. Yeah. No, the reason Iron Man worked was because Iron Man was good. Yeah. And then that allowed you to make yeah. the next ones. So the Tom Cruise mummy, they were just setting up the next movie. Well, we're going to have uh, Dr. Jekyll, who's actually Mr. Hyde, and he's going to have a layer where they have like the Frankenstein shit, and they're going to have the fucking Wolfman shit. No, just focus on making this. Where I'm going is yeah. Shyamalan created the uh, this concept of Unbreakable 15 years ago. I'm just going to say it now instead of trivia. And okay. trivia, he wrote Kevin – 15 years ago, and he was going to put him in Unbreakable. But he said, Hold, you know what? I'm going to save him for a different movie. Okay. So this fucking guy created nice. the concept of a, of a cinematic universe huh. with original characters. Yeah. Now everyone's like, uh, uh, w- w- uh, 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 Torpedo Beer, is there a, uh, a way we can make a character and then a, a cinematic universe out yeah. of that? That's all this shit is now. Right. Shyamalan, I give him credit. He created Mr. Glass and David Dunn and and Kevin whatever, and he made him his own thing. Yeah, Wendell Crumb. Kevin Wendell. That's Crumb. my thing, dude. Yeah. So like okay. the superhero movies, and then the other half is everyone loves them, and I grew up loving them. So now fuck fuck them. So it's less <laughs> about superhero movies, it's more about commercialized yes. superheroes. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I, I can behind that. Yeah. By the way, IDW is a uh, Idea and Design Works. Yes. LLC. That's what it stands for. Yeah. What? Idea and design works. I forgot what the show's co- so. I don't read comics anymore, but as I've gotten older, if I do read comics, it's no longer superhero stuff. Like Image and IDW and Dark Horse, they have all this cool like non superhero stuff. I'm more gravitating towards that. They there's a Magic of the Gathering comic. There is, but they're not like that's a by continuous. IDW. I know they're not a continuous series. Ah. They'll do like a four part mini series and then they'll disappear. Interesting. Yep, one to four, one to four, one to four, one to five. Yeah, one to three, one to three, one to five. Uh, Chandra. Okay. Shannara. What? So, the anything else? No, I, I think we covered uh, the things worth covering. Mm-hmm. I just love I love me some Patricia, man. This is it's so great. So, <laughs> so uh, in the trailer, when all three of them are sitting in their seats, uh, Sarah Paulson is as a psychiatrist is explaining like all three of you claim to have superpowers, and then it's McAvoy sitting Indian style in a chair doing the Patricia clapping the hands slowly <laughs> like, oh, this will be interesting. <laughs> and I'm like, God, this is going to be fucking great. Ah, uh, great. It's a, it's a real it's a real fun movie that does not get praised the way that it should get praised. Mm-hmm. So closing thoughts on Split. Oh that, yeah, that was that was it. Okay, <laughs> yeah. mine is uh, great performance. Yeah. When I first saw this, I was like, "Whoa!" I didn't see that coming. I didn't realize how good of an actor McAvoy could be. Right. I just know him from X Men. Wanted. Yeah. I just knew a him superhero from stuff movie. Like that. I just knew him from stuff like that. I think, you, superhero I, movies. I think you're the one that turned me on to Split in the first place. That you mentioned it, like McAvoy did his movie with Split personalities. Like what? Yeah. And then I looked at, and then I watched it, knowing nothing about it, mm-hmm. and then I was blown way away. Yeah. It's very enjoyable. Yeah. Great performance by McAvoy. Great performance by uh, Anya Taylor Joy. Yep. Mm, yeah, I agree. Solid story. Yeah. I, it it sets up the rules of how this person. Well, not really, but the way. Yeah, it's it gives addressed. you insight. It gives right. you insight on in how it works. Right. 
which like, I appreciate. Wh- why can this one chick do these things? Like, well, here, here's why. And here's how. The scene where, which also sets up the final ending. The yes. final. It, it, it was. It was well. It was well told in good order. And for me, when I knew this shit was going to go wild, was because I knew that was McAvoy in the dress because of the trailer. Okay. When I heard the two voices talking at the same time, like, don't open the door. We can't let them stop. I was like, oh, God, this is going to be good. Just yeah. Little, little nuances like yeah, that. Yeah, see, I was lucky to not have seen any trailers for it. So it was all fresh. And every 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 time I was like, what? Every little every new character and things were happening. Like, oh, my God, what is happening in this movie? So I think what we should do is from now on, whenever a really good movie comes out, before we actually see the preview, only one of us should see the preview. And the other ones just watch it blindly. And we take turns. So everyone gets that full effect that you said you okay. have. Just for reference. I mean, like, that yeah. could be really interesting. Well, in general, I try to avoid previews before I, I know, watch anything. Don't, don't be selfish. Okay, well, <laughs> hey, you can do it too, man. Okay. Your closing thoughts, Maestro? <laughs> no, I enjoyed this movie too. I mean, it was really great. I liked the way they did the whole uh, switching from back and forth. That was, I think, the most interesting for me because most of the time when a person does an identity disorder issue, they don't talk. Or if they do, they kind of do this weird cloudy thing where they're talking individually towards each other. It doesn't look make sense, but in this one, okay. it's dark. It's 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 raw and it's really interesting the way they put it. I liked it. All right. Well, that was our opinion of the movie. But like I said at the top of the show, we have lots of them, but we have zero credentials. Now we're going to hear from people who actually have credentials, the critics. Do you want to hear good reviews or bad reviews? Let's go with the bad reviews because I feel like this is going to end up with a lot of good ones. Yeah. Okay. Moira McDonald of the Seattle Times says. Except for a late Shyamalanian wink at the audience, Split is rarely fun or frightening. You're what? An idiot. idiot. Adam Graham of the Detroit News says, Split doesn't do enough to overcome its weaknesses. Bouncing between a grungy horror exploitation flick, a psychological thriller, and a supervillain origin story. I feel like this is watched after the glass preview that came out. Mm-hmm. And finally, Lindsay Bear of the Associated Press says, Split isn't a disaster. It's just all over the place and not nearly as effective as it should be for something with such good premise and performances. What do you expect then? What are you, what are you asking for? It doesn't make sense. Either way, these are, these are actual critics, right? Mm-hmm. Supposedly. Okay, so let's hear some good reviews because obviously this, these bad ones don't make sense. Peter Travers of Rolling Stone says, M. Night Shyamalan's story of a kidnapper with serious identity issues is an acting showcase for James McAvoy and mm-hmm. first-rate creep fest. Yeah, I, mean, I agree. That's good. Richard Roper of the Chicago Sun-Times says, I went with it. I got back on that M. Night Shyamalan bandwagon, and the finish line in particular was just spectacularly fantastic. <laughs> Did he say spectacular? Spectacular. Okay. <laughs> and finally, Robert Abel... Robert Abel of The Rap says, an enjoyably stacked entertainment, equally crunchy and silky in its desire to be as appetizing, appetizing a two hours as you can spend in suspended disbelief. Basically, what? That, what? that one seems what? backhanded a little bit. <laughs> now it's time for the Rotten Tomatoes game. This is part of the show where I make the guys guess the score of the movie based on his Rotten Tomatoes score. For those of you unfamiliar with the scoring system, it's an average score from 0 to 100 amongst critics and the audience. 0 to 59 is rotten, 60 to 84 is fresh, and 85 and up is certified fresh. What would you like to guess first, the critics or the audience? You choose. Uh, let's do the audience first. Which is, it's, it's a weird one because I haven't heard a lot about it. Aside from, I think, you turning me on to it. I, this, this passed under the radar. You, you said it was, there was a lot of buzz. I, I never. So it was a lot of buzz. buzz. It came out 
and it was like, whoa, that was cool. And then it got a lot of ton of word of mouth, and then people just started going to the theater. But the huh. problem about that was, was it too late for it to happen? Yeah, that word of mouth never reached my ears. Plus, it came out in January, which is a dump month. Oh, okay. So it surprised a lot of people. Hmm. Okay. Uh, let's see. Audience then. I'm going to try not my own bias cloud this too much. Uh, I'll give it a 71. I'm going to, I'm going straight 85. No. 79%. Oh. Nah, you got that one. Okay. Barely. Barely. You got it. Yeah, yeah. Right. And now the critics? Uh, what can you complain about? You had a great performance. You had a great story. It was shot well. But you didn't get any nomination. Or what about the... The whole genre thing is, is, is what's going to hold it back. Well... Yeah... He was nominated. Oh, he was for a few things. Oh, oh. nothing was real easy there. Okay. Easy there. Not this movie. Yes. Oh Split. yeah. Split. Oh, okay. I'll read you what he was nominated for. Okay. He was nominated but lost for the MTV Movie Awards Best Actor in a Movie Role. He lost to. Hold on, I'll tell you right now. Uh, Mary Nick, Poppins. Nick Jonas. God, never don't say that. Best, <laughs> best actor in a movie. Oh, who's that guy from Baywatch? Oh, they combined. Oh, uh, Zach uh, Efron. Yeah. Oh, that one. Yeah. That, that Baywatch. So movie? the MTV Movie Awards. Yeah. I guess because MTV is supposed to be woke. Yeah. They yeah. combined the actresses and actors into one category: best actor in a movie. Emma Watson from Beauty and the Beast won. So. Uh, <laughs> She played one character, though. I don't understand. I know. It's not, I don't think it's that. I think it's... He was nominated for the teen, 2017 Teen Choice Awards. Best villain. Who did he lose to here? Hold on. He was nominated. He did not get the win. He lost to Gaston. He lost to... Let's see. 2017. <laughs> Luke Evans, Gaston, Beauty and the Beast. Oh, my God! <laughs> that was a joke. I know. <laughs> oh, Babu. Uh, that's an outrage. Uh, okay. He won Best Actor. Ooh. San Diego Film Critics Society. Ooh, San Diego. Very prestigious. Uh, <laughs> Comic-Con. <laughs> he beat James Franco in The Disaster Artist. Mm. He beat out Gary Oldman, which Whoa. he won the Oscar for in The Darkest Hour. He beat out Timothy Chalamet for Call Me By Your Name. Hey, look at you. Mm, man. Beat out Oldman, dude. Yeah. That's saying something. That that's is saying something. That is. And, that's uh, saying something in San Diego, though. Oh, 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 oh. oh just, zing. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing in San Diego. Just it's, it, as far as Golden Globes go, they're not going to do that the, thing. The London Film Critics Circle, he was nominated in 2017. He lost to his co-star, really? Anya Taylor-Joy. Oh. Hmm. Mm-hmm. She was, I mean. How? She wasn't bad, but she wasn't McAvoy good. I know. All right. Anyway, your your critic uh, uh, critics. All right, your critic percentage. Hopefully, they're not as stupid as the audience. I want to. I'm going to go with an 81. Ooh, uh, 85 still. 76 percent. Oh, so okay. Still fresh. All right, that's fine. It's good enough. Paul Giamatti wasn't in this. Ow. <laughs> what role would Giamatti have had in this movie? I'm sad to say, the uncle. Yeah. Oh yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, he couldn't be one of the girls. Uh, You want to play uh, animal with me? Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Oh, that sucks. But yeah, he would. He would have done it. 
Because you can't, come on. You can't, can't take McAvoy out. No. Yeah, Either that or the father in the beginning. Yeah. Small role. Oh, who or gets the, gas? Yeah. yeah. Or the dad, <laughs> maybe. Definitely complaining the girls. Or could they? Hmm. Yeah. McAvoy did it. He's got to be the uncle. That sucks. <laughs> now it's time for trivia. Like I mentioned earlier, uh, M. Night Shyamalan originally wrote the Kevin character for Unbreakable, but decided to use him in a separate film 15 years later. The flower in the bathroom is a Protea pincushion. It was named after the Greek god Proteus. In Greek mythology, Proteus had the ability to change his shape and form at will. Ah, oh, okay. Okay, this one. That's nice. Now this is, this is IMDb. Now, the source, take it with a grain of salt. Okay. Let me read the whole thing. A young Kevin Wendell Crumb and his abusive mother are speculated widely to be seen briefly in Unbreakable. The scene at the stadium of which David Dunn brushes past his mother and Kevin and senses child abuse just before he confronts the drug dealer thereafter. Oh, yeah. In this movie, you learn that Kevin himself is a victim of child abuse with his mother being the abuser. You also learn that his father left on a train. Whether he left on the same train that crashes at the beginning of Unbreakable is ambiguous. Hmm. I do remember that scene because, again, I just saw you Unbreakable. Just saw it. Yeah. yeah, I got to rewatch Unbreakable. Hmm. Mm. Okay, so again, take it with a, it's IMDb yeah. trivia. Take it with a grain of salt. All right, all right. Finally, money makes the world go round. We want to put this film in perspective with other films that were released this year so we can get a feel financially how well this film held up to its peers. The budget for Split. Nine million dollars. That's wow. it. This is a Blumhouse movie. They usually make their movies anywhere from one million to like fifteen million. So, I saw that. I saw Blumhouse when it came on because it said it said BH. BH. Yeah. And uh, Andy was asking, "What is that?" And we're like, oh, "I think that's Blumhouse." And like, and I was like, "Oh no!" <laughs> <laughs> but, but I forgot that I already seen the movie. Yeah. I'm like, "Oh no, I know it's good." But <laughs> my immediate reaction was like, "Oh no." My my Halloween movie that just came out was Blumhouse. Yeah, that made like a fucking ton of money. All right, they know. So here's the thing: horror movies are always profitable, usually because the budget is so low. Yeah. So they're not making Avengers style money. They're not making two billion dollars. But if you make, if it costs you five million to make a movie and it made fifty million, that's it's super profitable. Huge. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So, so, that, it, so that's it, why horror movies are profitable. Yeah. It makes sense though. This is all. This is a character. It's movie. just into. It's her office and the underground zoo. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, man. And McAvoy read the script and he's like, "Oh, you can pay whatever you want. Like, <laughs> I want to do this. Like, you know." <laughs> yeah. He was like, "I want to show people what I can right. do." Right. Oh my goodness. Okay, so budget nine million. Nine million worldwide gross. They are making glass because this was yeah. successful. Good God! This is like. Ooh. How many? What's the multiplier here? I wanna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna way over. I'm gonna okay. way overshoot this. Okay. For I, I'm gonna go 70, 70 million. Okay. I'm gonna overshoot that even more. Oh, is that right? Yeah. I'm gonna ten times it. All right. Nine hundred million. No, ninety. Oh, ninety. Oh. Sorry. Hundred <laughs> times. Okay. In the U.S., this grossed 138.2 million. Christ. Overseas, it grossed 140.1 million, bringing its total gross to 278.4 million. Oh, yeah, they made glass. It made 30 times its budget. Damn. They are definitely making glass for that. That's brilliant. Off of $9 million, dude. Nine million. That is amazing. Blumhouse knows what they're doing. Yes. So next time you see BH. You're looking at a profitable fucking thing right there, dude. Yeah, but wait, so wait, so Shyamalan is directing only, and Blumhouse and is producing. Wrote, yes. Okay, 
I, for some reason, I thought Shyamalan did all of his things. He used to. Okay. And then he made oh, then, his, then he went downhill. Okay. So now people are like, no, no, no. <laughs> like, not so fast. Not so not fast. So fast. Your credit's no good here. Yeah. We can't take your cash. And not in the positive way. We're like, it's free. But like, uh, no, get out of here. <laughs> there, There is no crazy box office mojo category. Okay. So I'll skip that. Okay. This film debuted in first place on the weekend of January 20th, 2017 with $40 million. Wow. So it made four times its budget on its first weekend. Christ almighty. Okay. Finally, Split was the 23rd highest grossing film of 2017. Number one that year was Star Wars The Last Jedi. Fair enough. Of course. Of course. Uh, and where can you watch Unbreakable or Split or all the Shyamalanian Yeah. If you're going to dive into the Shyamalan hole... Uh, you should do, you should do it through Amazon. But before you go to Amazon, go to our website first. Click on the banner. It takes you to Amazon. You do your shopping there as normal. It doesn't cost you anything extra. But it helps support the show. Yow. That's 2017 Split, directed by M. Night Shyamalan. Check out our website, ratpackpodcast.com slash spoilers. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Spoiler Show. Check out and subscribe, subscribe to the YouTube channel, Rat Pack Productions. Write to us via email at spoilers at ratpackpodcast.com for any questions, opinions, and movie requests. Please rate and review uh, excuse me, please rate and review the show on iTunes so it can help us in the rankings. If you leave us a review on iTunes and leave us a recommendation for a movie you want us to watch, that movie will go to the top of our list and we'll watch it before any other requests. So watch this, then watch Glass. Yes. And tell us what you think. Adam, you're actually gonna Go to the movies. I think I think to this is going to be a glass. theater trip. This is one of the very rare theater trips. So what what's the occasion for you to see a movie in the theater? It's, besides Bruce Willis, it's it's mostly the spoilers. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want it if it's a movie. I don't want to get spoiled. Is is basically the only real criteria these days for me to actually go to the theater. Uh, it's not as big anymore because the coworkers I used to have mm-hmm. that would just talk about spoilers constantly aren't in my office anymore. Okay, uh, so. There's a little bit more leeway. <laughs> I I can just I just know if I see a post I can just scroll through it real quick. Yeah. But this one is I don't know. This is the first movie I think I've been excited about, like genuinely excited about in a very long time. After watching Split again, yeah, I, I cannot wait. Especially dude. that. Yes. Do you think this movie's gonna have a lot of butt? Like, do you think people are gonna go? I mean, the advantage of this is it's in January. Like, not a lot of movie yeah. good movies are out in January. But that could also work against it because everyone's going to th- – like all these other movies are shit. I'm going to watch Glass. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Like do you think this will make split money? Like 270-something million? Let me see if I can find the budget for Glass. Mm. I don't think so. Well, okay. So let's be honest here. Uh, you got to pay Bruce, right? Right. So how yeah. much are here, – here we go. How much, how much are we paying him? That's but but uh, but if Shyamalan okay. had the foresight back in the day to uh-huh. know this was going to be a thing, maybe that was part of the contract to do Unbreakable. You have to do two more. So he, maybe they got him at a discounted rate way back in the Unbreakable days. So the budget for Glass is $20 million. So it's double okay. what Split was. So if it makes 100 If it makes the same amount of money. If it makes the same made, amount of money, that's yeah. still good. Yeah. It just made 10 times its budget. If, yeah, or 15 if it's double. Yeah, around yeah around 10 I don't know, man. This can go either way. I know. I'm a little nervous. Yeah. <laughs> like in sports, let's say, 
let's say a player who comes off the bench, right. he makes four straight three pointers, right? Yeah. Oh, he's on fire, right? And he misses the next three. Now he's in his head. He's shook a little, right? And he makes another three. And you, you as a fan, is like, yeah, you made it. And now the next time he shoots, are you like? Oh, what's yeah? I don't know. Was he heating up or is he cooling down now? Well, what's what's going to happen? Do you think yeah. that's what's happening right now with is Shyamalan? He, yes, his brain is about to explode. Like I can't believe I made another one. Oh, please, one more, please. Oh God, they made me. They, they let me make another one. Yeah, you can do it, Shaq. Or or is he now just kind of like he shoots it, turns and walks away before it even drops in the basket? Oh, bah. <laughs> is that is that the move or is it a <laughs> is he like slowly walking back? Like, oh, come on, come on, come on, come on. Or is it a. Pfft, well, Got this. That, that depends. Is the end of the movie <laughs> or not? Uh, All right. Do you think? Uh, do you think Glass will set up more villains or heroes in this world? Doubtful. Or I, do you think Glass will finish these characters? I think it wouldn't have if it was in his original frame of thought. Mm-hmm. But on his way uh, out of digging himself out of his own hole, I think he's going to take a lot of notes. From the uh, from the companies from the produ- from the studio? from the studio, I'm like, uh-huh. all right, you're on a good track here. We just need a couple more of these. So he's gonna have to throw in some. Oh no, that's yeah, not gonna be a good movie. Yeah. Is he gonna see? Here's my problem oh, with the moment. They're they they have to set up the next one. Like, is he yeah. is he told? Listen, you got to make four more of these glassy movies. It yeah. only happens if he's contracted. Is it still Blumhouse or is it somebody else now? I think it's still Blumhouse. Okay, well then in that case, maybe we have a shot. Well, here's the thing about Blumhouse. Whoa. When Blumhouse has a hit movie, they fucking tell you, "Listen, you got to figure out a way how to make more of these." Okay. Here, here, because he, look, here are the titles under Blumhouse. Okay, every hit usually, sorry, has a sequel of some kind, right? Let me tell you the movies they made. I'll just tell you the the the, the franchises that Blumhouse is responsible for. Okay. Blumhouse has done. Paranormal Activity. Fair enough. There's like six of those. Okay. Uh, Insidious. There's like four or five of those. Okay. Uh, They did... They did The Purge. They're on their fourth one now and a TV series. A TV series now? Yeah. It's good. Yeah? The Purge TV series is really good. It takes... Our problem... So you have to go back six years when we first did the podcast, when we first did The Purge. Our biggest complaint about The Purge was... I want to see the world of the purge yeah. outside of this family. On the show, you see the world of the purge. Like you see different elements of people. So there's like rich people who are safe from the purge. There's like a poor there's like an ex-soldier who's on the ground like looking for his sister who was kidnapped. There then there's another uh girl so, who's So is it like every episode is it all the same night of the purge from different so, perspectives? So the so the purge is 12 hours. Right. From 7 p.m. to 7 episodes? There's 10 episodes. Okay. But it takes place on the entire Purge time. So the first episode, you hear that, the, the, the Purge yeah. uh, whistle. Uh, what is that? The, uh, the alarm? Yeah. Whatever. And then the very last episode, you hear that, and you it's see a, the Purge over? end. So huh. it, I like it. It's good. Interesting. Uh, you watched all of it already? Oh, yeah. Right. Well, it's done. The show ended like three months ago. They oh. already said they're doing a second season. Oh. Ouija. All right. There's like two of those. Annabelle. There's like fucking three of those. Yeah. Uh, actually, no. I'm sorry. They didn't do Annabelle. Uh, Split. It's going to be Glass. And then the next one. So my point is, when you make a movie with Blumhouse, you got to figure out how to make more of these. Okay. That's the thing. Halloween. 
fucking Michael Myers supposedly dies at the end of Halloween. You know how much money Halloween made? It made like $200 million. Oh, my God. Off of a $10 million budget. You know they're making more. Yeah. How are they going to bring Michael back? Who cares? Yeah, he's back. Just don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all the... Uh, in your eyes, that's how they make all these Jason yeah. and Freddy movies, right? right. Well, like, well, didn't he die in the last yeah. one? <laughs> He's back. Maybe he didn't. Maybe he didn't. Who's to know? <laughs> Could be fun. Oh, <laughs> Happy Death Day to you. That's oh. the sequel to Happy Death Day. Have you seen Happy Death Day? No. I think you might like it. Wait. It's a like a traditional slasher movie. Okay. And she gets killed. And then she wakes up. Yes. It's like Groundhog Day. I've I saw the trailer for this and I'm, and I'm, I'm like I need to see it's this movie. It's Really good, dude. The second one's coming out, right? It's Happy Death Day to you. She's okay. back. It's a year later, and she's back in the time loop. Oh yes, I, I'm very very curious about. You that have movie. to watch Happy Death Day. All right, it's I'm doing it. And they address all the stupid tropes of like, oh, she fell down, she's being chased. So because she keeps dying, yeah, she keeps dying in like ridiculous ways. Okay, that even you would laugh at, like, oh, that's cute. Okay, they did that in Supernatural too, by the way. Oh, yeah. I really like the day after tomorrow, or the is, is that die in the, die tomorrow? T- tomorrow dies. The, Tom Cruise. Oh, live oh, die that, repeat. Live die. Yeah, uh, that's, is that based upon an anime? That's the other title. Yeah, it's. Uh, oh, what I, is it? I, I think live it's like, die repeat is the other name. Right, that, that's the name that it should have been. It's him and Emily Blunt. Day tomorrow. It has uh, tomorrow di- in it. Edge of tomorrow. Edge of tomorrow. Yeah. Woo! Let me guess. Is it the movie where he's fighting aliens and he keeps on dying? He yeah. responds. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. great. I, I really enjoyed that one. There, it's written. I think this movie was based upon a manga, dude. Is that right? Yeah. I read it's based off a video game. <laughs> <laughs> like all the video games. Yeah. No, I mean, like this. This. I mean, like I actually remember reading the premise of this story oh, yeah? in a manga, like two or three years before actually the movie even showed up. All right. Yeah. Oh, did you watch Upgrade, Adam? Yeah, that's dude. also a Blumhouse. movie. I saw movie. that one in theaters. That's a Bl- that's a Blumhouse movie yeah, too. That was a fun movie. Have you seen that one? Uh, no, I still want. Oh, to. you got to, man. Everyone I know who saw it, they said this is what Venom should have been because they didn't like. Oh, Venom. right, 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 right. No, yeah, I, I, watched, I, I, yeah, I watched Venom. It was it was <laughs> it was fine. It was fine. Venom. I didn't hate it, but I was uh, I was like I, I didn't really care so for it. Either. It happened. Yeah, moving on. Yeah, check checked off my list. I've seen it. <laughs> moving on. Okay, cool. All right, so, uh, yeah. Yeah, man. Watch Split, watch Glass. We'll, I'm sure we'll give our review of Glass next time. Absolutely. And until next time, this is Hollywood. I'm Metro. I'm Adam. Adam.